Hey everyone, and welcome to the first episode of the Wellness Zoe podcast. I want to thank you so much for listening in. My name is Dorothy Griggs, and I am the creator of Wellness Zoe. It's a blog. We're just started this year um, in April 2018. So fairly new. I'm recording this um, the last day of April 2018. And if you've read my blog, you would see um, that on my podcast page, I promise to have this podcast out by April. So since it's the last day, I was like, okay, I got to go ahead and make it happen. So thank you again for listening in. I promise that my blog's and my podcast will be short, sweet, to the point to get you off and running on whatever that topic is for today. You'll be hearing not only from me, but I'll be interviewing other people to help you in the areas of wellness, which can encompass everything from success in business, success in your home life and your marriage, um, success in your health and wealth and your physical health, Um, in your financial uh, fortune. We want to cover all things wellness. I know wellness has been a topic lately that people have used and somewhat um, abused, but I want to encompass all things spiritual, physical, and mental. That's what Wellness Zoe and the Wellness Zoe podcast is all about. So um, with that, I would like to dig into the first episode today. It's not going to be an intro episode. I've seen that out there and I was like, well, I kind of know who you are from your blog. So I didn't want to give you that. I just want to give you straight some good, strong meat that you can chew on and digest. And the topic for this broadcast is living more than a conqueror. All right. So living more than a conqueror. Of course, I believe that I am more than a conqueror. And that is the status of every child of God. It means we are no longer struggling. We're no longer under circumstances. We have been repositioned far above all situations and circumstances. So that is the status of every redeemed soul. And redemption has repositioned you and I far above everything. And that's based on Ephesians 1, 20 through 21 and Ephesians 2, 6. And we need this far above mentality to fully manifest the reality of our being more than a conqueror. Because in Proverbs, it says, For as a man thinks, so is he. So you'll hear me say man, and that's just short for mankind. So don't get hung up in the the man that I say a lot. It just means mankind. So it's knowing who you are that determines what you can do. And in John 8, 23, you'll see that Jesus was very conscious of his position. And this tells us that we are in the world but we are not of the world. We're actually citizens of heaven on assignment here in the earth. So your case is different. My case is different. And we definitely need this understanding to manifest 
us being more than a conqueror. Because in John 3.31, it also says that he that is from above is above all. But let's talk about a little bit here. What is the worst enemy of our glorious destiny? And that enemy is fear. Now, our enviable position of being more than a conqueror can be messed up by fear. Our destiny can be eroded cheaply by fear. It is fear that makes believers vulnerable in battle. No one ever conquers with fear. Please know that. Fear will rob any man, any woman of victory in any battle in life. And it's important to know that everyone is a victim of his or her fear. And the book of Job, the third chapter, um, 24th verse and 25th verse, you'll see that this is so true because Job said, he said with his mouth that the things that I greatly fear have come upon me and that of which I was afraid of is come upon me. So we see there that all the calamities of Job were rooted in the fear that tormented him. And fear is a tormentor. Don't get it twisted. According to 1 John 4, 18, he that fears torments is made is tormented. But he that doesn't have fear, that person has been made perfect in love. So I want us to also understand that based on God's word, it's important, it's really important for us to know that fear is not a psychological state, nor is it based on our environment. Fear is a spirit. According to Romans 8.15, God has not given us a spirit of bondage again to fear. And according to 2 Timothy 1.7, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a power, love, and a sound mind. Now, I'm going to get to um, a couple of things, a couple of strong points that we can do to conquer fear. But let me give me a few more minutes to just set this foundation for you, because I know I'm saying some things that people may disagree with. But the foundation I give you is always based on the word of God. It's not my opinion. It's not some um, uh dialogue that I try to discuss with other people and try to get their feedback on. It simply comes from the word of God and the revelation of the Holy Spirit to my spirit. And that's what I'm sharing with you today. And I plan to share in all of our podcasts. So let's let's talk a little bit about the fact that the Bible says that Jesus died to deliver us from fear. In Hebrews 4, 15 through 16, he said he delivered us from the fear of death. Jesus did. He delivered us from the fear of death who were all our lifetime subject to bondage. So fear can mess up a whole lifetime, a whole destiny. 
But by the death of Christ, the spirit of fear had no more hold on us. So let's let's talk a little bit about how did fear originate? So if you go back to Genesis, you'll see that after the fall of man, the first affliction that visited mankind was fear. God said unto Adam, Adam, where are you? And Adam replied, well, I heard this, you know, your voice in the garden and I was afraid. So there you see that mankind became a captive of fear and fear is the bait of defeat of sickness and disease and of death. That's what the enemy uses. He uses fear to train his victims. He uses fear to locate his prey and launch his attack. And in Deuteronomy 20th chapter, you'll see that there were people prepared to launch their attack in war. But before they did that, they announced whoever is afraid to go back to their country. You cannot have fear in your camp. All right. So we must be God confident and that will destroy fear. In Philippians, the first chapter, 21st verse, you'll see that Paul was very God confident. He said to me to live in this life is for Christ and to die is gain. So death didn't have a grip on him. He's like, I'm still going to gain even when I die. And then in verse 28 of that same Philippians first chapter, Paul said, and in nothing be terrified. He's admonishing us. Nothing, let nothing terrify you from your adversaries. Because when you do that, when you're God confident, it goes on to say that this will be an evident of token to those who try to terrify you of their destruction. But to us, it'll show our salvation. And that is of God when we are God confident. So that's why it's your spiritual strength that determines your victory. If your inner man is shaky in any way, I'm sorry, but you're gone. And that's why we must be strengthened with might by God's spirit in our inner man, according to Ephesians 3.16. That way, when we say a thing, and not doubt in our spirit, we shall have whatsoever we say. And that's based on Mark eleven twenty four. You will have whatever you say and having what you say works in the positive and in the negative. All right, so more than a conqueror, to me, this is not just a title. This is our heritage in Christ. Redemption has repositioned us far above all situations and circumstances in Christ. So that's based on Ephesians, the first chapter, 20th through 21st verse, and Ephesians, the second chapter and the sixth verse. So when people, you hear people start to say, oh, the situation in this economy, and, you know, if it wasn't for, you know, um, me having to do all this work in my home or this flu epidemic. This is why I'm sick. Don't join in on that conversation because it clearly says in Proverbs 29, 25, the fear of man brings a snare, but whoever puts their trust in the Lord shall be safe. 
So the exact opposite of fear is faith. Fear is at the root of all doubt. Just look in Mark 4, the fourth chapter in the 40th verse, you'll see that Peter started to doubt his ability to cross over to the other side of the lake. When the storm came up, even even though Jesus said before they got into the boat, hey, let's go over to the other side. And then finally, Jesus had to ask Peter, why are you so fearful? How is it you have no faith? So you see there he he responds with faith. As Jesus responds to Peter with faith, as you know, Peter had that fear. Jesus said, "Okay, we got to get back to the root of you not being fearful, which is your faith and your trust in me, in God. So to overcome the spirit of fear, you must have the spirit of faith. And alarmingly, I have discovered that the phrases fear not, be not afraid, be not dismayed appear 365 times in the Bible. So that means once per day. It's a dosage that we must take once a day. Fear not. Fear not, Sam. Don't be afraid, Rebecca. Be not dismayed, Latoya. Just like faith draws us to God, fear draws us to the enemy. That's why only the fearless believer can have what they say, not only what they say in the positive, but they can be more than a conqueror. So this is the two quick points I wanted to cover today. How do we conquer the spirit of fear? Number one, engage the power of righteousness consciousness. Say that with me, righteousness consciousness. So every time you cha- you're challenged, you have to wear God's righteousness on you. You have to know that you have righteousness for conquest. Because it says in Isaiah 54, 17, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. And every tongue that rises up against you, you shall condemn. And this is your heritage. Remember, I talked about heritage. This is your heritage as the servant of God. So let's say, for instance, you had a stubborn child and oh, my goodness, they were caught in a house fire. Now, would you say, see, that's how God gets you for your stubborn deeds? Of course not. So when you're confronted, God is not looking for your faults. Righteousness consciousness is a requirement for you to live more than a conqueror. Because when God forgives you, he doesn't count the error against you anymore. Why? That's because. In Proverbs 28 and 1, he says the righteous are as bold as a lion. He gives us this confidence, this righteousness consciousness that enable us to be bold as a lion. And also in Romans 8, 1, Jesus said in him, we have no condemnation. So if you don't possess a righteousness consciousness, you will never be more than a conqueror. The enemy will try to tie you down and he will to your past 
and try to rob you of your future if you don't recognize your righteousness consciousness. So say this out loud. I am free. Praise God. God sees the Christ in me. He sees Christ in me. And that's how he intervenes in my affairs. God sees me wearing Christ's righteousness in battle. According to Romans 8.32, God who did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for us all. How shall he not with him also freely give us all things? And then in Psalms 23, we'll see that David said, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. All right. So God isn't holding me in the past. He's not holding you in the past. So when you're attacked, it's God's righteousness that stands before you. Always remember, you shall condemn every tongue that rises up against you. This is your heritage. Don't let the enemy put you under. Say it again. I'm free. I am from above and never beneath. All right. And the last point I want to quickly discuss is number two, by the power of God's Holy Spirit. That's how we conquer fear. That spirit of fear. In Isaiah 59, 19, you see that when the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord will drive him away. He'll set up a standard against him. And also in Acts fourth chapter 30 through 33, the disciples were filled with God's spirit and spake the word of God with boldness and signs followed. So it's God's Holy Spirit that's in us. That gives us that boldness and not only gives us that boldness that gives signs and that those signs are what causes the enemy to flee, which comes from him. That fear, it all flees, it all leaves us. So in closing, I would love for you to remember that you, again, are more than a conqueror in Christ Jesus who loved you. According to Romans 8.37. And if you enjoyed this podcast, please make sure you tell a friend and please give me your thoughts. Um either on the blog or on iTunes or wherever you hear this. I do appreciate you once again listening. Peace and blessings to you. And until next time, be well.